Today I'm talking about a now kind of faith, a now kind of faith. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Mark 11, verse 22 through 23. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Lord, thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us. Lord, we are believing together today, Lord, that as this word comes forth, that it's going to take root in hearts and souls and lives today, and may it become like a fire shut up in the bones of your people. Lord, we give you all honor and all glory and all the praise, and the church said amen today. Amen and amen. Jesus was speaking here, and he said to them, he said, have faith in God. If you have been alive for any amount of time, you understand that you will face difficult seasons. You understand that in life, life is not always a box of chocolates and that you will have problems and that you will have issues and you will have problems with relationships and finances and turmoil. And you will, there will be some moments, you may be able to testify to this, in your life when you are going through some of those things that it feels like the only thing that you have is faith in God. Has anybody ever been there this morning? Have you ever had a season where it feels like everything is going great, the kids are good, the job is good, marriage is good, and then suddenly out of nowhere it feels like a bomb just explodes in your life and now it feels like what was good suddenly now everything is a wreck ever been there and there are times when when you can make things work where you can put the pieces back together as you see fit there are moments when you realize uh, also that you cannot fix this that you cannot fix the problem and there are those moments when you say Lord I just need you right now I've tried everything I've tried putting it together I've tried I, I've been to this and been to that and nothing is working uh, but but all of a sudden you're just like Lord I need you right now to take this thing over. Jesus, I feel like Carrie Underwood. I just need you to take the wheel right about now. Anybody ever been there? I've tried and I tried. That may be your theme song for the year. Jesus, take the wheel. I've tried and I've tried. Have you ever been there when you just felt so overwhelmed by a situation? so overwhelmed by maybe someone's behavior, someone the way someone treated you, overwhelmed by a circumstance in your life that you could not control and you knew that yourself you could not take care of it. If you, if you, uh, if you cannot identify with any of these things, just wait because there is something that's probably coming around the corner for you. It's called life and it happens to us all and we all have problems. Just because when you have a problem, it doesn't mean that you are a bad person. But uh, bad things happen to good people. Amen. There's struggles that we all must we all must go through, and God is using those things 
to work those out for our good. Amen. We must have a faith in this life. We must have a faith, not just any kind of faith, because we, we all have faith in some earthly things and things that we can see. We have faith in people. Uh, uh, we have faith in doctors, faith in things, faith in your chair that it's going to hold you up and it will not hit the ground. But you must have a faith that goes beyond your circumstances. You must have a faith that goes beyond your understanding. It goes beyond what you can hear. It goes beyond what you can see. It goes beyond what your mind can even imagine. It goes beyond. It even goes beyond common sense. Your, your faith has to go beyond uh, your, your neighbor's voice. Amen. Your faith has to be bigger than the laws of science and everything around you tells you that it makes no sense and that it cannot happen. But whenever that happens to the bride, when there's people <clears throat> standing in your way that said that can't happen, when there's people standing in your way said that makes no sense. I heard the vision that your church has, but let me tell you something. There's no way that that can happen. I love a doubter. I love when somebody says there's no way because whenever, whenever somebody tells the church no, whenever the devil says it's not possible to the bride of Christ, there is something on the inside of her that begins to spark. Amen. There is something that begins to click. There is something that begins to churn and turn on the inside of her. And although it seems illogical, uh, something on the inside of you tells you that this thing is not over yet. Amen. I want to remind you the church today. I want to remind the bride of Christ today. It doesn't matter what has been said. It does not matter what the doctor's report said. It does not matter what it looks like today. It's not over until God says that it is over. And God is just now beginning to work on your behalf. Amen. I want to remind you, I want to remind your faith this morning. I want to remind your innermost faith this morning that our God is a God of the right now. Amen. Yes, we have a book called the Bible and it tells us what he did yesterday. But you need to remind yourself today that he is a God of the now. And the testimonies you heard of yesterday, it is proof that he can do it in the now. Amen. You may hear testimonies of what he done for grandma, but guess what he he is a God of right now. The word says, just jot it down in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Listen, it says, now faith, now faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen yet. The church in this hour needs some now faith. We need a faith that can move mountains now. It's easy to praise him for what he did yesterday, but can your faith get you through the now, the now, you know, the now with the thing that you can't fix it yourself right now. You can't make everyone happy right now. You don't know. You don't have the words to say to it right now. Your kids are going crazy right now. When you you thought <laughs> you thought everything was going to be great when your kids moved out and they are adults, but now you worry about them more. Can I get an amen? You you thought it was going to be great. You don't need a yesterday kind of faith. No, in these very moments, you need a now faith because he is a now kind of God. Amen. David found himself in a very similar predicament. 
He knew what God had done for him. He remembered how God met him whenever he was wrestling with the bears. He remembered how God met him on the battlefield when he was in front of a giant. But now he, here he is in the book of Psalms, and he is in a now situation. Jot this down. Psalms 118, verse 25. It, he says, save me now, I pray, O oh Lord. O oh Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. He said, Lord, I know what you did for me on the battlefield, but Lord, I need you right now. I need you to save me now. I need a touch right now. I need a breakthrough right now. I need a healing touch right now. Lord, I can't wait to see you in the beautiful city. Lord, I can't wait to go over yonder. Lord, I can't wait to the sweet by and by, but Lord, Lord, I need something right about now. Has anybody ever been in a situation? Yeah, you can't wait to get over there, but you need the Lord right now. I want to remind you, God can move now. While you are waiting, guess what? God is working. While you are sitting here, guess what? God is turning something around. God is moving right now. Get this. It's so easy to get in a church service like this. It's so easy to get in an atmosphere like this when people are worshiping and you look around and you begin to gauge people and judge people about their life according to their worship. Over here is sister so-and-so and she's dancing and she's shouting and she's in the aisle and she looks like she is the happiest person in the room and she's singing loud and all of these things are going on and everybody's looking at her thinking oh her life must be great right now but let me tell you something some of the most crazy praisers some of the most crazy worship I've ever seen is from people who are in the middle of a now situation and their problem may have stolen their yesterday but they say it's not going to touch me today and their faith begins to rise up and say you know what I need to praise him in the now so I can see him now. Some of the craziest praisers I've ever seen are people that know how to pray and they know how to worship in the middle of the now. You need a now kind of faith. When you look at the word faith, there are these layers to it. The Greek word for faith in this scripture is piestus. This term is used some 243 times in the New Testament alone. And whenever you begin to dissect the word, it means full of confidence. It, it, is, it means assurance. And it also means that it is a faith of a supernatural source because the source of it is supernatural. Romans 12.3 says, that God has given to everyone a measure of faith. Every being that is alive, when they were in their mother's womb, guess what? God put a measure of faith on the inside of them. God has put a measure of faith in everyone. Listen, even the unbeliever has a measure of faith in there. 
But you need to understand, it's up for you if that measure grows. It's up to you if it's cultivated. We have a measure of faith that he has put inside of us that when we are going through a now situation, when we are going through a season that we cannot control, that measure of faith is awakened. It begins to stir. It begins to churn in our spirit. When you find yourself in a situation, that you cannot handle, that you cannot fix, that is bigger than you, that is stronger than you, has more knowledge than you. You can't, you can't get it under control. When you find yourself in that, in that situation, guess what? That measure of faith begins to rise up and it reminds you, I may not know what to do with this, but God is going to work this out. That measure of faith begins to stir and reminds you that you are more than a conqueror. Amen. It reminds you that even in your mother's womb, he was caring for you. And if he cared for you then, and if he cares for the lilies of the fields now, how much more is he going to fight for you right now? All of a sudden, when you find yourself in that situation, the measure of faith begins to rise. And it reminds you, if God be for me, who in this world can stand up against me. Amen. This measure reminds you that God is able right now. And in this hour and in this day, our measure needs to be awakened. Amen. Our measure, our faith needs to start growing. And let the church not forget that our God is able to do things right now. Can I get an amen this morning? Faith is like oxygen to the soul. When you feel like you can't make it, when you feel like your muscles are weak, faith is like oxygen and it breathes life back into your spirit. Faith goes beyond belief. Faith begins when you get to the end of your natural belief. You can believe someone will not hurt you, but then they hurt you. You can believe that someone will be there with you always and they'll never leave you, but then they leave you. You can believe that you will not have problems in life, but then you have these things called problems. But it's in those moments that despite what you believed, things can happen that you were not anticipating and you need your measure of faith to kick in when what you believed was going to happen does not happen. And you need to do what today's word says, have faith in God. And in that moment, whenever these things are happening around you, when it feels like life is falling apart, you, you, that is when you begin to take an inventory of everything around you. You start looking. You start listening. Your name, you'll, you'll go to your neighbor. You'll go to Facebook. Help me out. What can I do? I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. I know what my bank account says. I know what my doctor has said. I know what my counselor has said. I know what the media is saying. But there is something on the inside of me. Although everything 
everything is negative around me, there is still something on the inside of me that keeps me uh, that keeps reminding me that God is going to work this mess out. And when it feels like everything is dead, when it feels like your relationships are dead, when it feels like your finances have been buried, when it feels like your dreams are over, when it feels like your hopes are all gone, that's when the oxygen of faith starts breathing life back into a hopeless situation. Amen? We are not to be walking around life like dead people. I asked first service. The bride of Christ is supposed to be walking around full of life. Have you ever been to a wedding where the bride was walking down the aisle and you looked at her and she looked like she didn't want to be there? And you're like, oh gosh, she don't want him. You ever been to those? I've been to one. It was in India. Arranged wedding. She looked miserable. I thought, Lord, touch her. But the bride of Christ is not to be walking down the aisle of life looking like we don't have a friend, looking like we don't have hope. We should be the most joyful people in the streets. Why? Because of the faith, that the measure of faith that we have that he is working this thing called life out for us. We are supposed to be walking around full of life. That's why we need the oxygen of faith. And the word says that the just shall live by faith. You need to take a note of the word live. He says live by faith. The word live means uh, it's, it's a victorious word. Like you are living in victory. You are, not just, you are not just here in a gaze, but you are victoriously living by faith. And this is where the church has gone wrong. We've allowed the world to tell us how to live. Nobody agrees with me today. Don't make me preach longer. We've allowed the world to tell us how to believe. We've allowed the world to tell us how to vote. We've allowed the world to dictate our beliefs. Although we have the Bible, we've allowed the world to tell us what is correct. And the word says you're to live by your faith, which comes through the word. You are to live by it. And now here we are in a culture, even in the church, where we are allowing the world to tell us how to live. If you are going to make it in these days, you've got to live by your faith. And when things look dark, I want to tell you something. You are going to live. When the, when the going gets tough, you are going to live. When things sound bad around you, you are going to live. Whenever everybody else is fainting. You are going to live. How will you get from glory to glory in life? You will get there by your faith. You shall live and declare the word of the Lord by faith. When you feel like the wind has been kicked out of you by life, faith will be your oxygen. When you feel like the wind has been taken from your cell, Faith will be your oxygen. Get this. To live by faith means that everywhere you go as you walk through life, you put your faith on it. 
You put your faith on your job. You put your faith on your child. You put your faith on that problem. You put your faith on that door that will not open. You put your faith on that attic that you've, that you've prayed about. You put your faith on it. Because I live, you also shall live. Faith is oxygen to your natural life and your spiritual life. And faith is also oxygen to your worship life. There are too many people that only worship when they feel like it. That's what I thought. I'm just not feeling it today. It's not my song today. There are only four singers up here today. Usually you got five. I'm just not feeling it. You think it's funny. That's the way the devil works in your mind. Mm, I don't know. Oh, they got a new video before service. Uh, I don't know. I can't do it today. You think it's funny? That's the way the devil will work in your brain. He will take one little thing and cause you to just to feel like, ah, I, can't, I can't do it today. And if you only are worshiping based off your feelings, you are missing the meaning of worship. The devil will always put something in your life to get you to feel like you don't feel like it. Especially on a Sunday morning, you'll have a headache. You'll have a sniffle. Your, your, your alarm will not go off. Everything will happen on a Sunday morning. Why? Because he don't want you to get around believers who know how to worship. He will do everything he can because he knows there's power in the praises of his people. He will do everything. The devil will make you always feel like you have nothing to praise him for. But, but when all hell is breaking loose around you and the oxygen of your faith gets in your worship, guess what? You don't care who is looking at you. You don't care who is listening to you. You don't care if you can't carry a tune in a bucket. You don't care who's laughing at you. You don't care who is who's sitting there looking at, Look at that freak. You don't care about none of that stuff. Why? Because you know that there is power. Whenever See, there is something that happens whenever you worship in the natural. But let me tell you something. Whenever you learn how to worship in the faith, whenever you are in a now season, that's when miracles start happening. That's when chains start breaking. That's when demons start fleeing. When you can worship in the middle of a now season, your faith starts rising up. You know what you hear. You know what you see. But you also know who he is and what he can do. So you start worshiping by faith and you clap by faith and you march by faith. You wake up by faith. You get up in the morning and you feel like you have nothing to live for. But you put your feet on the ground by faith. Believing God is in the now. Ben, help me out. The devil wants to use trials to destroy you. He will do everything he can to get you to lock you down, get you trapped in the middle of a now when you can't fix it. A counselor can't talk you out of it. Mama can't help you. The devil always will use trials to destroy you. But God uses trials to make you stronger. The devil thinks, this is, how, this is how crazy the devil is. The devil's been around a long time. Sometimes we say he's not a fool. But other times, he's the biggest fool of them all. Because he doesn't realize that when 
he gets God's people in a now season. He doesn't realize whenever everything is going crazy in life, he doesn't realize whenever we are standing in front of a mountain, he keeps forgetting that when the bride gets in a now season, that the first thing that she is going to do is call on the name of the Lord. He, he, he has forgotten that the bride of Christ, when she finds herself in a season of, Father, I can't do this alone, that the first thing she's going to do is cry out the, the name of the Lord. He doesn't realize Realize that whenever we are in the middle of a season that he designed to destroy us, that we are actually gaining oxygen, that we are actually gaining strength to our spirit, that our muscles are actually getting deeper and forming, that the measure that was on the inside of us is actually starting to expand. He doesn't realize that that mountain is actually going to give me more oxygen, give me more faith. He doesn't realize that that, 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 that brink of divorce that you have been on is actually going to grow your faith even deeper and that he doesn't realize that as, as everything is growing and expanding and we get more oxygen that we are actually connecting ourselves deeper to the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine I wish somebody this morning would get some oxygen in their spirit amen I wish your faith would be begin to rise this morning.